This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Really, Riley? Really, Riley? Really, Riley? Really, Riley? Really, Riley? Really, Riley? (laughs) Are you ready? This is the Really Riley Podcast. Hello, beloveds. Welcome back to Really Riley or the video YouTube version of Really Riley. Thanks, you guys, for coming back to my little corner of the world. Um, We're doing this via YouTube video right now because I am on maternity leave and, you know, the rules kind of say we can't really do stuff on air. We can't really record the podcast in the traditional sense, but I'm a workaholic and I like talking to you guys and keeping you guys updated with what's going on with Really Riley. So thanks for coming back. And you know what? We might actually keep this a thing where we do these video podcasts every time or at least, you know, every other time because some of you guys really seem to love it. There was a lot of views on YouTube. Um, again, so thank you guys so, so much for coming back and staying connected with me. Love y'all. Miss y'all. Gotta admit it. I'm going a little nuts being at home. We're into week two of baby Malin and my maternity leave. It's been awesome and hard. I mean, it's awesome. Marshall and I experiencing this together, me and my fiance, because obviously you guys know if you follow me at all that the first time around, I didn't get to do this with him because I was a single mom with no family and friends that didn't have kids (laughs) around the first time. So this time has been a very different experience and it's been great. Um, but that's not really the vein I want to talk about this podcast. And I know that's like, wait, what? You should be in like Blissville. Everything should be wonderful and amazing. And it is. But as the name, really, Riley, we like to keep it real around here. And this week, I wanted to talk to you guys about toxicity and toxic relationships. Because as I just said, it seemingly feels like I should just be on Bliss Mountain and everybody around Marshall and I should be just happy and willing to help and everything should be just Skittles and unicorns, right? No. So uh, in order to keep things a little kosher in certain circumstances right now, I'm not going to give you specifics of like people, places, and things of what I'm referring to in terms of toxicity and toxic relationships and how I'm going to get into right now how to handle them and all of that. Uh, Let's just put it this way. Y'all know who you are if you think I'm talking about you. Probably am. All right. So baby Madeline's been around for two weeks and Marshall and I have already experienced not even just in these two weeks, but throughout my pregnancy and throughout the two years that we've been together and me, my whole life, basically, toxic relationships. I'm no stranger to them. I have had many toxic relationships with family, still do, so has Marshall. I've had the gamut of toxic relationships with boyfriends, good God. I was engaged to the same person twice in the most physically and emotionally abusive relationship ever. So obviously I have a problem with cutting people out. No mas. But even friendships, I just, it's crazy. 
because I have reached a state in my life, a point where I have worked so hard. Marshall and I both have worked so hard to reach this pinnacle of my life. And I, I mean, it's not over, like the ride's not over, but like when you think about like hashtag goals in life, I feel like I've, I've hit it in so many ways. I have this amazingly supportive, wonderful, amazing, amazing, amazing fiance. I have two incredibly beautiful, healthy, wonderful children. I have the career that I have pillaged and fought for for 17 years of my life. I have my health. I can't wait to get back in the damn gym. You know, financially, uh, we're as secure as we could possibly be right now with a brand new baby and a brand new house and a wedding. You know, life is so fucking sweet right now that when toxicity creeps its way in, uh -uh, not having it. And a lot of people would say right now, in terms of cutting people off, whether they're family or friends or people that I've known for eons, sometimes you have to. Again, I'm not going to get into the specificity of things, specificity, specifics, whatever. I'm not going to get into the, this person did this and that person did that and blah, 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 blah. Because in terms of cutting people and snip, snip, snipping the cord, I'm not sure with some of these people yet. But I feel like toxic relationships in whatever vein they are are a lot like being either an addict or being the definition of crazy. In terms of being an addict, it's like you know this thing is killing you from the inside. It, you know this thing is like hurting you. You know it's not good for you. But when it's good, it's really, 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 really good. But when it sucks, it's killing you from the inside out. There's that. And then in terms of like everything else, it's just like in terms of the definition of insanity, I'm paraphrasing here probably, but the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and over again, expecting a different result. That is what I feel like I've experienced with toxic, toxic relationships or toxicity in general creeping into my life. It's like in terms of family and friends and boyfriends or whatever in the past, I've always just like hoped that it's going to get better. And I've always just kind of sweeped it under the rug because you want it to get better, you, especially with family. You don't want to think that these people that have been a part of your life for the good, bad, or indifferent your whole life, that you have to cut the cord. And like I said, that's where I'm like kind of toiling back and forth of certain things because... I will give it my all and die trying to keep someone dear to me around, whether they have faults or not. Because Lord knows Riley ain't perfect. God, I'm so far from it. I'm a nut job. And I know that in the past I was an ass. And if it wasn't for the people in my life that didn't give up on me, I wouldn't be who I am today. So it's hard for me to be like, well, fuck you. You're out of my life because you're being toxic right now. But when you look at a span of your whole life or years or whatever, and they just keep doing the same thing, at what point do you give up and wish them well? I don't know that giving up is the answer for me. Sometimes it is now. 
Like in the past with ex-boyfriends and even some friends, it was like, okay, they're not going to change. And you're just going to pop some more gray hairs and need more Botox trying to change them. So fuck that. But it's almost like I am never one to not extend the olive branch. Like if you're a toxic person and we can sit down, have a meeting of the minds and basically say, here's my boundaries. Here's your boundaries. Can we affect change with this conversation and go forth and have things actually be different? Okay, cool. We can keep going. We can figure it out from there. But then it's like if you have that conversation and it changes for five minutes or it changes never, and then they're just like, oh, yeah, we're just going to keep going this way. I just, uh, it's a hard-pressed situation to cut off people that are near and dear to you. It's, you know, I see all these memes about it that are like, you know, if you if they show you your true colors, believe them. And that goes for anybody in life. Like, I think it's funny because let's say it's not a boyfriend. Let's say it's not a, say it's just a friend. If you weren't close to that person and they were treating you that way, let's say they're not family, you'd be like, bye, bitch. So why does family get the pass? That's my whole thing. You know, Marshall's experienced this a lot too. And we both are united in that way that it's like, we're just like our family, like something with Malin, my newest son that is two weeks old, made it click for both of us. We've always had this sense of, of agreement in if you're disrupting our peace because we both work so hard in life to get it, you out. And I don't mean like the first, the first attack. I mean like the 50th. At that point, it's just like, no. I just have a problem with breeding the wheel of toxicity. Like it, it's just, you have to break that wheel at some point. And then I always fight inwardly with, okay, well, if they're family and you want your children to have family around, especially because my family's not that big. A lot of my family are older in their 70s and 80s. You know, I have one sister, uh, you know, like Lyric basically, Lyric and Malin basically have one set of grandparents. Like the family's not that big. So then friends become family. And my friend circle is small, probably because of this. Like, I mean, my friends that I hold near and dear that know me, from back in the day where I used to like be a crazy ass Puerto Rican that would rip her hoops out and fight you at any given moment. Like that friend circle eh, could probably maybe count them on five of my, my one hand, maybe, maybe three fingers of that one hand. And for good reason, it's just like, for me, the outward circle of nonsense is just closed. And I, I know that some people have called me callous for that. Some people say you always, oh, you have to forgive and forget. I'm like an elephant. I don't forget. And I think that's probably because I've been burned so many times that I now, that my family is complete with my fiance, my sons, my dog, our little safe haven of our home, I am not willing to continue that wheel of toxicity and hand my newest baby over to you on a silver platter. And I think, if I'm honest, there's a certain amount of, like, I'm not a single mom this time around. I have a, he's going to be my husband in seven months, so we can go say husband, fiance, whatever right now, that is by my side, and we're creating this beautiful future. So it's like, with Lyric, I think I was just, like, navigating it all crazy, and I felt like even if I had toxic people around me, at least they were around. 
at least it seemed like it was trying to be a situation where people would help and be there for you and understand the ups and downs of what you're going through. I understand that not everything is about me or Marshall or our feelings. Like we have to open up our minds to how other people are feeling. But I just think to a certain extent, because once the boundaries cross now, it's just crossed. And how do you go back? There's certain things that you just don't say. You don't do that. Because you know the consequence. If you've grown, especially if you've had a couple of kids of your own, as a, you know, full-on adult, you should know better. Like, I know that I've been a person in the past that has crossed lines. God, I'm no angel. I think about my best friend in the entire universe. I haven't really crossed too many boundaries with her. Maybe one or two but not unforgivable stuff. But Lord, has she watched me do it with other people. And thank God she still loves me. But it's never been a point where the people that are still in my life that we passed the point of no return. And if we did, we took a break for a little while, came back and decided to have mutual respect for each other and grow our friendship back on that. I think that's the thing about toxicity and people that are close to you, family members and friends. They are the ones that do get the pass to try again. Because trust me, if somebody new came into my life right now, which I don't have a lot of window for that, and they acted one-fourth of the way some people have been acting to us in the last couple of weeks, I'd be like, ha, ha, snip, 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 see you later. So with family, it's like, you know, I've, I've had people ask me too, you know, like, how do you do that? I'm like, well, you obviously, you give them the olive branch. Here is my boundary. I will hear out your boundary even if y'all don't deserve it, I'll hear you out out of respect because the fact that you're family. But if I give you that chance and I give you that choice and you choose just to continue to sit in your ego and sit being right versus trying to come to a compromise, I don't have time for it. I don't care who you are, period. We live one life and I'm not going to live another 24 hours with that guilt, with that anguish with crying because I I will tell you there have been in the last couple weeks instances with family where I have been brought to my knees literally crying bawling when I have my beautiful baby my brand new son and then my other beautiful son within 10 feet from me and I'm hiding in the bathroom trying to cry because of what some dipshit did family or not nope and I get that some of this might sound like Marshall and I are being super high and mighty right now. I know that I'm probably going to get a little bit of backlash with this. Like, oh, you can never give up on family. Um, I don't know. Because if family continues to hurt you, like family shouldn't be that way. And I've also just seen such extraordinary amounts of kindness from other members of the family, from other friends, from other people That don't have to. That they're not like, especially some of the people that aren't bound by blood. That I've had people with more respect on Instagram. You know, like I've had people that have been friends for five minutes that have shown more grace and kindness and caring than actual like family members. It's crazy. And I have shed a lot of tears over this. I'm still in the thick of thinking it through. So before y'all come at me and be like, Riley, you can't cut off family. That's not how this works. Just understand, I'm like, I'm wading through it still. 
So is Marshall on his end of the spectrum with friends and family and stuff like that. Again, y'all can make your assumptions, but if you think I'm talking about you, I probably am. Um, and, you know, when people ask me for advice or ask me to keep it real, I always share this stuff to give like real life circumstances so people can relate. And I know I'm not the only person that has been through this, you know, like I think right now with the step that we're going to take as far as deciding whether or not we need to cut the cords of certain people in our lives that are very important, that have such a huge role, but a very big part of that role has been incredibly toxic. We are going to be old school and write a letter because letters are not texts. Letters are not arguments. Nine times out of 10, if you write a letter, it will get read, whether they want to acknowledge it or answer it. But at least that way you put your feelings out there and hopefully they can accept it and have time to digest it and go forth with what they feel as well. So I think that's the best route because it gives them time to not be in front of you and maybe not let their pride answer. And here's the thing. I am open for like options, but I'm just not open for ignoring, sweeping under the rug or not listening at all because that's not productive. And I don't care who you are. If you think just because you have a title of friend, you know, boyfriend, mother-in-law, um, fiance or whatever your title is. If you think that title justifies you being a jerk, not in this lifetime, not in this household at least. And I hope that this relates with some of you. I hope it's a very real thing to talk about because most people just think, oh, family is forever and that's just it. I, I don't get that part. I don't love that part. Like I said, family gets not a pass, but they get the opportunity to try to work through it. Both of us, all of us, in terms of what Marshall, my fiance, and I are going through. Because now that my family is here and this is the family we're going to grow, it's complete. No, y'all, I'm not having any more kids. <laughs> um, I'm protecting that peace like freaking a warrior princess. I am like Daenerys Stromborn or whatever the hell her last name is from Game of Thrones and I'll burn your ass with fire if you try to mess with my family. The dynamic of it, the peace of it, any of it. Nope. Might sound harsh, but that's the reality of it. Because we keep it real here on Really Riley. But yeah, that's where we are today. That's that. I mean, I had hoped that this podcast was going to be a little bit different that like you know, we were going to talk more about, you know, what it is for Marshall to be a first-time daddy, which we will. We are. We are going to get into that one. I think we're going to do that one right before he goes back to work so maybe I can get some tears out of him. <laughs> Don't hold your breath, though, y'all. He, he didn't cry when he was bored. It, I mean, he's just, he's not a crier. But he better cry when I walk down the aisle, damn it. All right. <laughs> but, yeah, there you guys have it. Um, hopefully I shed some light a little bit of like what we're going through in terms of shedding toxic people. And I, I, maybe I didn't, you know, I feel like this was more of a rant than anything else than actual advice, but sometimes it's just that here on really Riley. And I hope that me talking about it helps you wade through it a little bit more and feel like you're not alone in whatever you're going through in terms of trying to shed toxicity and people that are crap in your life. Hopefully they'll get the chance to, change or maybe you guys will change together I don't know maybe if you're a toxic person maybe this is your chance to hear this and think about things a little bit differently 
Hey, it's never too late to change. Everybody can. Lord knows I did because I was an asshole when I was younger. But yeah. You guys, thank you so, so much for listening, watching Really Riley. Uh, I have, what is this, three, four more weeks, three and a half more weeks until I go back to work. But we might keep this whole video thing up because you guys seem to like it. But um, love you guys. I hope you're having a great week, and I will talk to you soon. Thank you. It's Really Riley.